you start over. Okay. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Immediately confrontational. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm going to say. Zoe. You guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. And thank you to everyone that came out to shows in New York and Connecticut. Yes. And you guys are fucking great. Yes. We had a great fucking time. I think that was by far my all-time favorite surrounded show. Which is, that's a tall order because the show is, um, it's always fun mm-hmm. and, um, and I love it so much and I, I think that it's always great, but there was something super special about when it was in New York and, um, I had a great time and everyone who was there was fucking awesome and all the comedians did a great job and it was, uh. It got rowdy at the end. It got very rowdy. I and think it, that's what was my favorite part of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Josh Adam Myers mm-hmm. did such a great job. He did a perfect job. Um, all the, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. All the comics did incredible. That's why it was so good. Yeah. That's why he came to such a crescendo at the end mm-hmm. because of how good everybody did. Yeah. It's like everyone built on the last one. No one was like too cool for the show. Yeah. No one got nervous and backed away uh-uh. and that's new if nothing else that's new york. Yes. that's new york is the perfect place for that show yeah because all the comedians are like uh it's no bullshit back and forth uh-huh. and there's no um i'm gonna use the word trepidation don't know if i'm using that word correctly but i'm it is what i think it means and there's no, um, you know, it's a very like in your face show. Yeah. And, and the crowd will let you know it. And, and the comedians were, um, just did a perfect job. So thank you to the stand. Thank you to Cypher Sounds, Hannah Burner. Thank you to Neil Ghosh and, uh, Josh Adam Myers and me. Thank you to me. Yes, thank you to you. And thank correct. you to the whole staff at the stand. Yeah, dude. It was so, so much fun. Yeah. Um, All the servers that we put out of position. Yeah. Very uncomfortable position to bring everybody food and drinks. Yeah, I know. But they were great. They were so great and, like, lovely. Yeah. And I remember uh, <laughs> it was, like, the end of the night, and they were closing up, right? And I was like, was this your last show for the night? And they were like, yes. Mm-hmm. And we ended up... You know, I tried to get everyone out of the room so that they could leave, right? I remember what it's like to be trying to close down and when people are just not leaving. So that kind of sucks, you know? And then we got, we go upstairs to the upstairs bar and we're outside and I'm like sitting there and I, and I said loud enough, I, I ended up walking back in, you know, the, the bartenders behind the upstairs bar were trying to like close. And I said it loud enough so that everybody could hear, like, hey, we should probably get out of here because they're trying to leave, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, sure they appreciated yeah. that very much. But who's been in that situation more than you over the years? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you know what's up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was great. We had a great time home. Um, I really enjoyed being home. Of course, being home for 10 days is a bit much. But so it's fucking just like worth one it. day too much. Yeah, I noticed that, um, man, you know how sometimes I talk about being more introverted now than I ever was. Mm-hmm. It's it's very prevalent when I'm at home, and I think it was because uh, 
um, well, both of us got stretched pretty thin. Mm-hmm. I stretched my own self thin at home a lot yeah. because of how much traveling back and forth uh, I did to to New York. Mm-hmm. But um, I I I think it's because, and my mom understands really well. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time by myself now yeah. because of the way our schedules work. And I guess I didn't know how much it affected me until um, things aren't quiet. Like right. I, I need things to be quiet to recharge. And that's like the definition of an introverted person. And it's hard for me to understand because I was always so extroverted. And I guess I always did spend a lot of time by myself. But I, uh, you know, friends were always like a bike ride away. What? Is it not? Oh. That hasn't been going the whole time, maybe. Okay. And now Zoe has a camera. Great. Oh, Thanks, what a Mike. bummer. I'm sorry, dude. Am I in focus? Probably. Uh huh. There's literally no way of knowing. Yeah. No, yeah, you are. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. Not anymore. And yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, dude. It's all right. Um, it being quiet and you enjoying your quiet time, mm-hmm. it's necessary to like recharge. I get that. Yeah. I get that yeah, so yeah, yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to recharge. I feel jet lagged worse than I've ever been coming home. You know, tell me if you do this. Uh-huh. Do you keep jet lag in mind at all when we're traveling? No. Neither do I. And I kind of put it out of my mind to the point where um, like it doesn't exist. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just the thing that people who don't travel a lot say, Mm -hmm. because it's hard for people who don't travel a lot to get used to that. Yeah. And I thought that traveling a lot, mm, not makes you immune to it, but kind of, I guess. Yeah. And then you, I'm sorry. No. Yes. (laughs) I think you. I was just going to say that I'm like. I don't even think about it. Yeah. And then I'm like, why am I so fucking out of it? And it's the last thing that enters my mind. Yeah. I I don't think about it either, but, you know, recently traveling so much and, you know, time changes are real and all of that. Um, I don't find it so much when I stay on this coast and I don't notice it flying from L.A. to New York. Mm-hmm. I notice it New York to L.A. Coming back. And right, because we lose the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we gain time. So we're in the future. Our bodies are in the future, but our lives are in the past. And ain't that the way it goes? It's very fucked up. And it it's really like when it's when it's seven or more days, mm-hmm. it fucks me up coming back. What part of us is in the future? Our bodies. Our bodies. And our, our hearts are in the past. Yes. Our minds. Yes. Hmm. And there's no benefit to that, <laughs> is there, <laughs> dude? <laughs> it's like if you're, if it were the other way around, you could, that would be beneficial. But there is no situation where having your mind stuck in the past is going to help you out. No. And that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, zero transition. I just want to say that the, um, the dude, Jesse, who is the dude who was in charge of our 
Discord for a long time is stepping down as head Discord guy. Is that what you call it? Sure. Abnim. Abnimed. And uh, I just want to say on the show, thank you very much for everything you've done. No one deserves a break there more than Jesse. And um, he was really the person who brought Discord to our attention in the first place. And I'm 100% when I say all of that never would have happened without Jesse. Yeah. And that was such a big, it played such a big role um, in our lives, especially during the pandemic yeah. when we were cut off from so many people and work and uh, things that we would have normally been doing mm-hmm. instead of being on the Discord. Right. But, um, dude, if you were ever on there and if you are continuing to be on there and if you ever made a friend or made a connection through that, I think you and we all owe a great debt of gratitude to Jesse. Yeah, dude, Jesse is just, he is, uh, just one of my all time favorite people and we connected immediately. Yeah. And, uh, the very many late, late, late night phone calls and chats and text messages and everything and him always checking in. He is a far better friend than I am. That's for sure. Yeah. Can confirm. And, um, you know, I, there's a, a great deal of love that I do have for that man. Yeah. And I appreciate him even though he, he says stuff like friendship what if the son did you ever think the son ever did heroin maybe you never know man. i don't know yeah i'm not i'm not gonna sit here yeah. and think i know about what did he tweet the other a day a son has done heroin. yes before. many sons have yes. done heroin joe biden's son <laughs> <laughs> dude <laughs> No, I don't want to get secret service for that. Yeah, okay. I think it, yeah, he yeah. Um, smokes crack, though, and that there are videos of that on the internet. And, man, I can't tell you something I care about less. You know, good for him. <laughs> I don't give a That's fuck. Like, you know, good for him. Um, dude, welcome back to the show. Yes. Can I say something? For so, sure. Can Are you good I, to yes, just chill here go. by yourself? Yes. Um, where are you going though? Why are you leaving? First me? of all, it's none of your business okay. and I'm allowed to do stuff on my own. You know, you're not, not during the podcast. Second of all, I'm my own man. Well, we got to get through this quickly because yeah, no shit. I'm trying to get the book. Call. I'm trying to get the book. You better go get the fucking book. You guys this morning. So I've been trying to get back into, no, go. Um, I've been trying to get back into my schedule, right? My routine, my schedule, I tried to make sure that I had an extra couple of days off on the back end of this trip, which is a godsend. Um, and this morning I was driving to the gym again, trying to get back into my, you know, normal routine, whatever. So I'm driving and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see something and it's literally transcending down. (laughs) UFO. You had a close encounter experience i did i almost crashed my fucking car because there was a spider like fucking dangling and i literally almost crashed my car and so much so okay there was a cop right next to me which he would have understood and i started to swerve and i like i was able to like get it away from me yeah and then i like corrected the car and he like looked at me and i just looked out of the window (laughs) at him and i was like spider and he was like 
It just <laughs> drove off. Dude, and that's a great excuse. Oh. If you're ever driving erratically, wow. just say spider. That's spider. a real bees in the car type yeah, situation. Yeah. I thought it was a bee at first. But was that then Tommy I was... Boy or was that <laughs> no. Black Sheep? Might have been Black Sheep. Black Sheep where they're screaming about bees in the car. Dude, um, <laughs> bee is maybe a little bit worse because mm. it, of the gift of flight. Yeah. But having a spider Mm-mm. anywhere near your face in the enclosed area of a car bummer city yeah i immediately walked into the gym walked straight to the bathroom and shook out my hair because i felt like it was still on me i still am feeling like that if you have long hair if you're a long-haired king or queen you know all about getting bugs caught in that shit i got shaky ears for those of you that know what i mean you know what i mean Mm. Mm -hmm. i bet jesse knows what you mean because it's a weird thing that you said um uh Yes. Yes. I agree with everything you said. Yes. I I think about that. uh, I grew up in the woods. Mm -hmm. So anytime windows are left open, a crack, a crack, Mm -hmm. I would get so upset at myself or whoever was in there last, (laughs) normally myself. And I'd be like, now I have to drive half an hour to work in this fucking escape room. (laughs) And... There's no telling what's in here. All of a sudden, Mike's just, uh, he's in the new episode of Arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my life is an episode of Arachnophobia uh-huh. because I hate them. Yeah. I hate spiders. I don't care about the good that they do. I've learned to coexist closer to them. Okay. That's but, great. um, dude, I had a real big, strong son moment where I had to kill a giant bug in my mom's house. That's good. And if you're listening to this episode and you're a lover of bugs, kick rocks. Yeah. Because I had to save my mom from a giant bug yeah, and I did. didn't got, get swatted. Yeah. Get gotted. Get gotted. Uh, and I was proud of my work. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. That means more to me than anything. Mm-hmm. My parents took a couple opportunities when we were home to tell me that they were proud of me and they do that every now and again. And, and it always means the world to me. Yeah. There are three people who I care about being proud of me in this life. Mm-hmm. My mom, mm-hmm. my dad, mm-hmm. and my freshman basketball coach, <laughs> Mr. Rice, who told me you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I hated that fucking guy, but I never forgot that ever. Yeah. I hate it, dude. I probably told the story before and i'm sorry i the only thing i'm sorry for is that little preface yeah. here's the story mm-hmm. i was on the freshman basketball team mm-hmm. this is heyday struggles this is where it came from um i would get to i would never play mm-hmm. i would play the last 30 seconds of every game yeah. i would get to practice early mm-hmm. and i would shoot free throws mm-hmm. because we were supposed to have this system Mm -hmm. where if you made a certain amount of free throws in a row in practice you would get a little patch on your fucking hand-me-down uh uniforms that we had did not have nice uniforms had like reversible these have been in the school system for the last 30 years i'm gonna wear it on the next episode it's fucking gross yeah but as long as you know that we i don't know where the shorts are but they said intensity on the ass not the word you want on the ass. So um, 
I really want, I was like, I can't get in any of these fucking games, uh-huh. even though I made the team and it's freshman. So it means less than nothing. Uh-huh. JV means nothing. Freshman means less than nothing. And he was keeping me out because I wasn't the best one on the team. Fair. I wasn't the worst one on the team though, Fair. to be honest. Okay. Short and Italian. So I really wanted these fucking patches because I'm like, I'm not going to get in the game. I at least want a fucking patch. So I would get to practice early and practice free throws. Still really good at free throws. And I would leave every practice late. And he walked up to me. He goes, you might be able to bullshit your parents and bullshit your teachers, but you'll never be able to bullshit me. Can't bullshit a bullshitter. Did you tell him to go kick rocks and eat a dick? No, because then I was so scared of like, I always thought, and I still kind of hold on to this shit. I'm like, there's always a chance that I could make it into the game as long as I don't piss nobody off. And I always thought that if you worked really hard, you could earn your way into a thing if you don't quit. It's like that fucking J-Lo clip that you were watching on whatever, Reels or whatever. If you work really hard for a long time Mm -hmm. and you don't quit, maybe you can make your way in. Mm And, uh, and that's what I was doing. Yeah. And I got so upset because of how incorrectly he read me. Yeah. Like by that point, I'm not trying to bullshit anyone. Right. Here is the only truth. Mm -hmm. You don't play me. Yeah. I got to take this call. I want to play. Yeah. So I'm working to get into the game. Right. And I don't know what he was like, you're bullshit about, but Eat dicks. Anyway, yeah. I got a call. All right. Um, I wanted to say something too about being on like the East Coast, and I saw something, another clip, and it was like, you know, there's a difference between um, East Coasters and West Coasters, and uh, on the East Coast, people are kind but not nice, and on the West Coast, people are nice but not kind. And the girl goes on to tell, uh, give an example. Um, like she says, uh, uh, on the West coast, if you were to get a flat tire, somebody's like, oh man, that sucks. That sucks. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And you change your own tire on the East coast. Someone's like, oh, you got a fucking flat tire. The fuck is wrong with you? What are you trying to do? You trying to change this? So you can't even fucking change this shit. And (laughs) she goes on and the guy, and she says, you know, the person that's trying to help them. Uh, tells him to move over, let me change your tire for you, but is insulting you the entire time. And I swear to God, that is the truest, most real thing I think I've heard in a very, very long time. So anyway, this has been this episode, and this is what we're doing, and we'll get back to answering questions um, about relationships and stuff like that. So if you guys have any questions, please, please, please send them to the Instagram. Um, and Lex will get them for us and send them over. Um, again, I want to give a huge shout out Jesse one time, uh, and to Lex and Josh and Kevin for always keeping it up and real and all of things and doing everything for us while we have zero time to do that. Um, and as you know, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your heart on cash and you get into the discord because of it. And, uh, our $10 group gets a shout out and that goes a little something like this. Joseph, most Italian Capri, Capri Capricusio, Capricusio. 
I know that's not right, but that's very Italian. There's too many I's, C's, and O's. Uh, Shannon Haynes, DLD, Patrick Simpson, Ernesto, Raja, Eliseus, Joe Tarzan, uh, Louis and Odette, Lauren Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, uh, Steve Deergo, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Weirfishy, Joe Penn, Happy Birthday Starlight, uh, JJ McToots, Rachel Last Name, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Isabella Sparkles, and Tiero Baez, uh, Frankie Matos Music. It was nice seeing you last week, by the way. Uh, in our short years, we've come long way. Uh, Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCPB&J, Adman, Emily Pageant, uh, Caleb Perkins, Tom, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Someone Tell Aaron, Jackie Hammond, pa Paige Junesend, uh, Guy with Long Hair, Jis Cronson, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, happy birthday month, Mike. Yes, that's right. It is his birthday month. And everybody, my most important people are all in this month. Uh, Anna Valles, Benjamin Putz, Beth Bleth, Blush. <laughs> Blush. <laughs> Fucking A, Beth. <laughs> uh, Snuggle Pig, Snuggle Pig H. Uh, Ryan Ashbrook, Christina Camille, John Jensen. Jinston, sorry, uh, Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, Jules Run, Grant Levisier, Chad Clark, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, uh, Evan Canoe, uh, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, been married for one year, folks. Good job. Congratulations. Uh, Mike and I are about to have our six-year anniversary. That's so weird. Um, and we'll be together, uh, 11, 11 years, 11 years in February. That's crazy. You guys, uh, Theodore's Karen Bellis. Always good seeing you too, Theo. Uh, Janisha Totten, Dan Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine BBC, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Luminos, Superfloss, uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle DeVerona, Sean Stone, Valerie York, um, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, late Katie Lee G, Rob Devereux, Dom, Go Chasing Waterfalls, um, Nestor DeLeon III, Luis Hernandez, Alexander Legowski, uh, Monique Quistorf, Jamie Garner, Troy R., Cody Ostalas, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka, you guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And for those of you that are going to be in the Los Angeles area this week, Mike has a surrounded show, um, I believe, at 7 and 9 at the Improv, uh, which you could find on MikeFalzone.com. Uh, get your tickets there. Um, and, yeah, it's good to be back, and thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you guys all have a beautiful week, and... Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Bye.